When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Fan text line hit me there. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. NLCS game two about to start. They're going crazy in Philly. Let's talk to somebody here in Pittsburgh, though, and that's Jeff Hathorne, who covers everything for us. Hi, Jeff. How you doing? Go Diamondbacks. I mean, uh... Yeah. Well, I'm rooting for them because Jeff Bannister is their bench coach. You know, I, I know that Shelty's buddy is the manager of the Phillies, but, man, I can't root for anything Philly. It's and, tough. I do like Bryce is. Harper. I do like Bryce Harper, but I have never been around somebody who has been more welcoming and honest and easier to talk to than Jeff Bannister when he was employed by the Pirates or anytime he's employed in baseball. I don't know how you feel about him, but he's an awesome Ag- guy. Agreed. Agreed. One of the best. Yeah. All right. Should we pay attention to Mike Tomlin's words today, or should we just really say, eh, they don't really mean a, a lot in terms of personnel. Let's see what the action is on Sunday. Let's see how the week speaks to us. Um, I think those are more the words. I mean, listen, just because Dan Moore took some first-team reps yesterday – um, it was a bonus day of practice. They wanted to see what his conditioning is. That doesn't mean necessarily that he's going to regain his starting spot at left tackle. He doesn't know if he's going to be at that position. And I think Mike's got to see how the week plays out as far as his health. And, you know, we've seen guys say that, hey, look, I'm good to go. And then at the end of the week, they're not good to go. So let's go with that. And as far as Joey, I mean – at some point, you got to put the kid out there. I mean, I, I realize the Rams have some veteran receivers, but if you're playing that game, you could do that every week where you could point to, oh, they've got this receiver, they got this quarterback, or, or, or on down the line. At some point, you need to give that guy some more time. We saw it against the Ravens. I do think we're going to see more of it. And, Colin, you, you've seen these situations too. I think if it's not Patrick Peterson – as the guy that he would directly replace or at least impact, uh, I think this would have happened quicker. I think there's some respect. There's some, you know, hey, this guy took a chance on us. Uh, I, I think there's some of that going on. Plus, probably in this matchup, you know, Patrick Peterson has faced Matt Stafford a bunch of times and has a couple of career picks against him. So maybe they're thinking he might have some knowledge there. Maybe. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge, Jeep Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. The thing with Joey Porter Jr. that seems interesting to me, it feels like, and I don't know, I'm not there every day, but it feels like just in body language and the way that he's been absorbed into the team that the players, that the other 10 guys want him to be the guy, but they won't say it. In a way, yes. 
but they also really respect Patrick Peterson. I mean, the ones that have followed the game know what he's done. They know his resume, and he's come in and been like, I mean, he's been one of the guys. Like, he's gotten in there, and, and he's he's teaching everything he knows. He's showing tricks. He's, you know, they like him. So that probably factors into this a little bit um, because of who it is, uh, not just from Mike Tomlin, but from the players as well. Um, but to your point, especially with the way he performed against Baltimore and getting that, that key pick and being in the right position, obviously it was thrown to him. But, you know, sometimes it's like a goalie who doesn't have to move much for a save. Mm-hmm. The reason he didn't have to move much for a save is because he was in the right position and Joey was too. I think we'll see more of it, and maybe it'll be more like we saw against Baltimore where Joey's more the like a basketball sixth man where he may not start the game, uh, but it'll be in there when it when it matters. Lost so much on everything going on with Jones and Porter Jr. Should people be clamoring for Keanu Benton to play more snaps? And I, you know, here's the thing though: Adams has played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mon- Montrevious isn't giving up that position, and I think that's kind of what Tomato alluded to, and uh, when he said that, hey, you know, sometimes guys are playing well, but the person in front of them is also playing well, and that's delaying their opportunities. Obviously, with Cam Hayward out, it's it's provided um, some shots for different guys. Uh, I think we will see more of Benton, but I think they want to, you know, give Adams his reps too because at times he's been effective. So I think that's been a win-win. Adams has picked up his game a little bit. Benton is starting to come on, and then at some point you're going to get Hayward back uh, with that experience and. That should be a much better defensive line, and you would think they'd be much better at consistently stopping the run. Jeff Hathorne joining. He covers the Steelers every single day for us at 93.7 The Fan. Okay, one of the big questions, too, is the WR1, and I talked about this a little bit last night. Is Deontay Johnson thrust right back into the role where he is a volume guy and they throw to him a lot, or has George Pickens sort of taken up that mantle and he's that guy, or how do they play it from here on out if both are ready to go? See, I'm of the opinion that both can eat. You know, if you're looking for big plays, you're looking for vertical plays, you're looking, you're down in a game and you need some splash, George is your guy. If you're looking to keep the chains moving, you're look, you've got some momentum going, you need a key third down, someone that can go across the middle and make a catch for you. I realize that people think that Deontay drops every pass. He doesn't. He doesn't always run backwards either. Like he's, he's done some good things with his route running. He has the ability to get open. Uh, so if you're going at the mindset of we're looking for Deontay in these situations, but we're still also looking for George, I think both can be a possibility. I don't think it has to be one or the other, but I think the volume of receptions will depend on the coverages they're getting. Um, how much is George getting open? Uh, how many, you know, what's the situation in the game? I think that could be fluid at times because I think at times you're going to look underneath because that's what the defense has given you, and you'll see more to Deontay, and you would hope that if they're going to give one-on-one coverage to George, you're going to see Kenny take some shots down the field. Where do you come down, much in that same vein, but uh, move it to the offensive backfield, where do you come down on splitting the carries? And it seems to be everybody has an opinion on how many carries that Najee Harris should get against Jalen Warren and Jalen Warren should get against Najee Harris. Uh, Where do you come down on that? You know, I'm still for using both, but I think you you have to have the mindset of forgetting where Najee was drafted. And 
if there are times where you're going to run a few series in a row where Jalen is your main guy, forget about Najee's feelings. I mean, that has to be put aside. This is about, we hear all the time about how this is a team thing and it's about that victory is the ultimate uh, number that you want is the number on the scoreboard, all those cliches that you hear over and over again. Then I think Jalen should be your lead back and Najee should be a guy who gets the ball. Who there are opportunities for, um, but I think Jalen should be one and Najee should be two in terms of carries. Not that it has to be like a 75-25, um, but Jalen gives you more opportunities for splash. And he's also a better, you know, he's a guy who, who blocks better, who picks up the blitz better. What Najee does well is run between the tackles. He's had some hard runs, um, but I would want to see more of Jalen than I would Najee. Jeff Hathorne joining. And Jeff, uh, and I say this all the time, and the audience knows it from all our hosts, Jeff covers so much. And I think this is a, a prime time to utilize that knowledge that you have and the experience you have. You cover Pitt, you cover Pitt basketball, Pitt football, you cover Steelers, Penguins, Pirates, all of it. Were you ever given a glimpse, or what was the first glimpse, if that is the case, that Aaron Donald's ceiling could be one of the greatest defensive football players of all time? Like, did Was there ever a moment at Pitt or a time you were at practice, or did this come out of nowhere for you? So the last year at Pitt, obviously, he was wrecking havoc. But you still wondered, is this guy big enough to make it that kind of impact in the league. I mean, it's one thing to, to block an extra point and, and, you know, have three and a half or four sacks against Syracuse. I mean, it's another to do that in the NFL. You knew the guy worked hard. And what you knew by that last year at Pitt was this guy was going to play in the NFL, that he'd worked himself probably into a first round pick, but you didn't know this. I mean, who could have seen this? I mean, as great as he was, because of his size, there was always that hesitation, much like all the teams that passed on him in the draft mm-hmm. had a hesitation because of his because of his size, because of his build. And what he's done has been unbelievable. It, it, you know, I was talking to Mason Cole yesterday, and he was saying, listen, I faced him a few times when I was with Arizona. He's like, you can't take one play off or your quarterback is going to get killed. He said, that's the thing with Aaron. You have to be on every single play, and sometimes even if that happens, he's good enough to beat you. In that vein, are Samuelo and Cole up to the challenge, do you believe? And I think it helps with having the week off, but are these guys ready from an interior standpoint to stop Aaron Donald? This is why he brought Samuelo in, right? And mm-hmm. if James Daniels is healthy and ready to go, that's why you signed him for almost $10 million a year for these situations. And then what that does by an – by extension, you know, you, you think you're going to give Mason or there's going to be two guys responsible for Aaron Donald. So there's going to be one-on-one blocking at the tackle position. So whether it's Moore or Jones or Chooks on the other side, they also have to be on their game because they're, they're going to have one-on-one matchups often because of the attention paid to Aaron Donald. Let's you know, I've oh, been disappointed by Sam Alu, uh, but this is an opportunity to show, like, Hey, I, I'm I'm here for situations like this, and let's see what he does on Sunday. Shift gears for a minute, Jeff Hathorne, big Ohio State, Ohio State alumni. Um, it seems like James Franklin, Ohio State is to James Franklin what Michigan was to John Cooper. It's starting to feel like a little <laughs> bit. Um, but this feels like if there ever was a time, even though it's in Columbus, 
that Penn State might be able to get it done because Ohio State is is probably as weak as they've been at quarterback in a long time. Is that the proper feeling to have right now that this is Penn State's true shot in the last decade and might be their best shot coming forward in the next decade? Yeah, and I mean, in the last, you put it the timeline that you mentioned, the last decade, Ohio State's had the better quarterback. And when you've had these tight games, these games that have been decided by field goals, by a point, by a special teams play here and there, uh, even when Ohio, when Ohio State's had errors, they've been able to overcome them because they have the better quarterback. Now Penn State's got the better quarterback. They're going on the road. Ohio State's had some injuries with some of their, especially in their backfield. They were down to their third and fourth string tailback last week, and they don't know exactly the status or how effective uh, if they get their two lead tailbacks back against Penn State. This is their opportunity. Uh, this is James Franklin's chance. He's had some really good recruiting classes on paper, with the exception of the at the receiver position. I think Penn State's a, a better team across the board. What will they do with it at noon on Saturday? This is a huge opportunity for Franklin. If he can get this one, maybe Penn State does take that ne- next step and has an opportunity to be in the playoffs this year. I read something yesterday. I think it was in the Lance, East Lansing Journal, the Lansing Journal, whatever, uh, the paper that covers Michigan State to, in a deep degree. And it said, I wish that the Big Ten wasn't necessarily locked into this Fox contract so much because then it puts this game at noon and it doesn't have the big game feel. Well, isn't Michigan and Ohio State at noon all the time every year? Do you do you think it takes away from it that it's noon and not 3.30 and definitely not 7 o'clock? Does it take away from Ohio State, Penn State that it's at noon, Jeff? I mean, to me, no. I think noon starts still have a magic to them. And I, listen, the starting time, once that game kicks off, and you're going to have the feel under the lights. I get it. I mean, people get enamored and, you know, Penn state for a prime example, the whiteouts look spectacular at night. Um, but I say, I, I think noon can still be big games. You mentioned Ohio state, Michigan is except for one time they did it at night has almost exclusively been at noon. Uh, I love, I love the noon kick and I love it for the players because you're not sitting around thinking about it. You get up, you go and you, you play the game. Uh, I think that's I think that's awesome for the players. They don't have to wait around all day. You've been to a million games at the Horseshoe. Is there a different atmosphere at noon or three thirty than there is at, at in a night game at the Horseshoe to you? Uh, I think it's more the opponent than it is the time of day. Uh, you know, I've seen noon games that have been obviously Michigan games mostly that have been unbelievable as far as atmosphere. Uh, now, in terms of Fans, you know, having a chance to warm up for a night game and and be ready to go by that point, maybe that's a little different. But I don't know. We had kegs and eggs at Ohio State, so I, I think those fans will be ready to roll at, at noon. I think Bill Cower referred to that as well lubricated. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jeff. Good stuff as always. We'll probably check in later on in the week. Appreciate it uh, again as always, and we will talk soon. Thanks, Colin. For sure. Jeff Hathorne, great, great, great stuff from Jeff, as always. Uh, man, this is – Joel, you're a Penn State guy. Joel Nelson, uh, he's producing tonight and does a spectacular job doing so. How do you feel about this one, Joel, in terms of – not to shift gears in a big way, but Ohio State, Penn State. Do you feel this same exact way, like if there ever was a time 
this has to be it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The quarterback advantage for Drew Aller is one of the oh, best. Look how fast you know, you're talking. You're into he this. He might be, you know, better than Sean Clifford, Trace McSorley, and any of his predecessors at Penn State quarterback. If Yeah, if absolutely. If there's a team to knock off Ohio State and, and make the college football playoff over Ohio State and Michigan – this is the one. What if Franklin loses to both Ohio State and Michigan this year? Will people call for his job? Absolutely, because this this quarterback for Penn State, Drew Aller, has not been. You know, he's he's been much better than the other two. And Penn State is more than just Drew Aller. Really complete team that Penn State's got. Running backs, defense, really complete team. Hmm. There we go. Thank you, Joel. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is that number. Coming up next, I saw an amazing photo of something you can rent. Is this the dumbest idea, or is this maybe one of the best ideas you've ever heard of on your way into a sporting event? I'll tell you what it is coming up in just a moment. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday. You listen to Cook and Joe to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon, and you can he- see everything that you need on 937thefan.com on our contest page. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.